Linda Kenyon, a CBS News correspondent. We've heard her on Westwood One, the early morning shows that they have. She's been around the world, but has focused lately on the U.S. Congress, which, uh, Linda, this is your time. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us what's going on down there. It's it's been a very strange floor show. In fact, for those of uh, of us who actually watch C-SPAN, uh, John Stewart uh, tweeted this morning that this is uh, the the best uh, season of C-SPAN ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, we've seen kids playing in the well, and uh, a lot of folks having some fun in the upper galleries while they kill time. And, and the s- Democrats eating popcorn. <laughs> all right, so mm-hmm. so all of mm-hmm. that has happened. Well, uh, tell us from your observations. Is this chaos, or as a consumer of good government and or a government in front of you, is this democracy in action? This is just how it looks sometimes, warts and all. Well, we like to say democracy is messy, and uh, that watching laws made is kind of like watching sausage. It's a pretty ugly experience, but at the end you get a tasty treat. So what we have right now however, seems to surpass all of those expectations, and uh, it's pretty ugly. And we have a person who has long, long wanted to be the House Speaker, and now it's within his grasp, Kevin McCarthy, and they keep moving the goal line and push pulling it away from him. So uh, Kevin McCarthy has been the House's top Republican for the past four years, and uh, now that the Republicans have won the majority in the House, he is poised, naturally speaking, if anything was natural as to what's going on in Congress right now, but he is poised to become the next Speaker of the House. The problem is he can't get enough votes. He certainly doesn't expect any votes from the Democratic side of the aisle. In fact, they've nominated their own person, knowing that they won't win, but it's a very interesting floor show. They won't win because they're not the majority party in the House. The Republicans get to elect a Republican. But uh, the Democrats uh, on the other side of the aisle are just watching this and, quite frankly, soaking it all up and even enjoying it as they (laughs) name uh, Hakeem Jeffries as their Speaker of the House uh, should he win the 218. He's not going to win the 218. He knows it. But uh, they they are all uh, watching what's happening on the other side. And Kevin McCarthy has consistently fallen short of the 218. And uh, Hakeem Jeffries has consistently gotten more than Kevin McCarthy, but again, not the 218. The problem for Kevin McCarthy is he has a group of about 20 hardline conservatives that are members of the House Freedom Caucus who oppose him no matter what. And they have tried to extract various concessions from him, certain promises, in order to uh, promise their vote. But even within this small faction, there's a smaller faction that says, no way we're not going to allow Kevin McCarthy to be our Speaker of the House, no matter what concessions he makes. So Kevin McCarthy is in a very tough spot, and he somehow has to figure out how to wriggle out of it. And uh, when we go into round seven of the votes today, it's hard to see how he's going to wriggle out of it and still emerge as Speaker of the House. Well, we've heard a lot of talk about the 1855, 138 ballots necessary to come up with a speaker. And, you know, so we're not going to go that far. But how far is there any consensus that you picked up in your reporting of how long this will go before somebody actually breaks? Either McCarthy backs out or they uh, they give him the votes he needs. There's a couple of scenarios in which this would work for McCarthy. One is that he gets the Democrats to uh, support him. 
the Democrats are saying, that's their problem, we're not going to do that. They have to work this out among themselves. The other is that uh, somehow he manages to persuade the House Freedom Caucus to trust him. They do not trust him at all. They say right now that he campaigned on behalf of moderate Republicans, and, uh, and that was not a good thing. Uh, well, one of the jobs of a Speaker of the House or the leader of any party is to try and get more Republicans elected, and he did that. Uh, when uh, he campaigned on their behalf, raised money on their behalf in the midterms, and he was so successful that he managed to get the Republicans to be the majority party in the House. However, they were not the most conservative of the conservative, and that's what the Freedom Caucus is upset about. They want uh, him to give them more positions on House committees so they can have more influence over elect over uh, legislation, and uh, they want him to uh, lower the threshold of the number of votes it takes to remove him, by the way, from the speakership. He agreed to five. They said one. He said not one. No way, no how. But apparently he's willing to move on that as of early this morning. So it would take one member of the Republican Party to say, I don't like McCarthy. I don't like the job he's doing. Let's remove him from office. And then that would, of course, set up a vote for the full body. So, um, you know, he, he, can, he might be able to pull it off. He is a political animal. He, he knows how the game is played. Uh, the other scenario that has been kicked around uh, on Capitol Hill is that he withdraw. Should he withdraw, there is somebody else that the members of the House Freedom Caucus do seem to like, and the moderates do seem to like, and that is Steve Scalise, who right now is the uh, poised to become the House Majority Leader, and uh, he, of course, has said nothing about any of this because uh, he does not want to throw his hat in the ring under any circumstances until his leader, who he refers, he regards as Kevin McCarthy, says, all right, I'm out. It's your turn. I've had enough of this. One of the Congress members around here in a neighboring county is Congressman Scott Perry, and he was interviewed and says all we're standing up for is an end to reckless spending, an end to the $31 trillion in debt. Is that so, oh, and tighter border securities, talked about that. Is that so terrible that you stand up for those? It seems to me that that would be the perfect stepping off ground for some sort of a compromise, but uh, you say they're just not going to vote for McCarthy under any circumstances. Well, there, for example, is uh, Lauren Boebert of Colorado, and she says, uh, she said on the floor yesterday that her favorite president, Donald Trump, called her and said, all right, you've made your point now, throw your support behind McCarthy and stop this, it's an embarrassment to the Republican Party. And she said, uh, um, what he does, she said, you need to, to step up, step down on this. And she said, the person who needs to step down on this is Kevin McCarthy. I mean, she wouldn't even listen to Donald Trump, who she referred to as her favorite president. So, um, you know, and she's not alone on that. Uh, Scott Perry has uh, been trying to reach some kind of a compromise, but, you know, he is also one of the driving forces behind what we have right now, which is a stalemate. Well, McCarthy says that the these people in the Freedom Caucus are moving the goalposts. They, they ask for one thing, he gives it to them, they want something else. Where right. Perry and the other people are saying that he was arrogant. He thought he had more than enough votes that they were going to win, the Republicans were going to do substantially better than they did, and he wouldn't need their votes. So how do we, right. how do, how would the, is there any scenario that they get to the center and that somebody actually gives and somebody actually accepts the fact that they've lost? It's a game of legislative chicken right now. We have to figure out who's going to blink first. And uh, it's hard to imagine uh, 
how Kevin McCarthy could be uh, enjoying this. I'm sure these are some of the worst days of his life right now. But you do watch him on the House floor, and he seems to be smiling and palling around with people, and he's putting up a really good front. Um, but I imagine behind the scenes he's taking some Pepto, because this has got to be a really bad time for him. Again, always a bridesmaid, never a bride for Kevin McCarthy. He has wanted to be the Speaker of the House long before he was even the House Minority Leader. Fifth Dimension, Wedding Bell Blues. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you so much, Linda. Yeah, Very much appreciate it. Great insights. We always uh, appreciate talking to all of the CBS correspondents. I think this is the first time we talked to you, but uh, glad to hear from you, and thank you for your time. And we'll look forward to talking to you again, Linda. Thank you. Same here. My pleasure. Have thank a great day. You too. Thank you. That's Linda Kenyon, CBS News congressional correspondent.